Everyone, welcome back to another episode. Today's podcast is great for all of you out there who are interested in starting your own online business. Ivan Zach Belante, who is the creator of Death Comes Lifting, an online fitness horror brand, or as they would say, it's fitness for the misfits. Zach and I go over how we started this brand all online, what the journey's been like, and what he expects the future to bring. But that's not all, no. We talk about what it takes to start a brand and Zach's personal experience and why making his fitness horror brand was important to him and why making your brand revolve around who you are as a person is important for its success. So stay a while and learn something from this episode just as I have. One, bro, I am so, <laughs> hell yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, I've had, I think you're, you're going to be episode 12, and one of the reasons why I'm so excited. We waited for one more. We couldn't, I know, no, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, we got to get 13, but then, like, it didn't work, bro. It would have been the fucking best, man. I was thinking the same exact thing. Um Go for thirty-one, then, then we'll make up for it. Yeah, we'll go to thirty. We'll, we'll do episode when one. We'll do one thousand three hundred and thirteen when if that cool. ever comes, <laughs> we'll do that. We're six six six. Anyway, yeah, that one. No, I don't care. Um, I want you're. This is so exciting for me because prior to having you on, most of the people I had were like artists, people that have gone like through really serious situations in life, and all that stuff is really cool. But um, you're one of the first people I'm having on so far. That's actually doing it, man. Like, you're actually, you know, in the weeds. You're, like, getting shit done. And my biggest interest um, in people like you is, like, how the fuck do you start doing something like that? But before we get too deep into, you know, how you start doing stuff like that, I want you to explain to me real quick what the death comes lifting message is. Like, what are you guys all about? Sure, man. We're about a lot, so strap in. Um, I'm ready. It started very simply. We are, at its core, it is fitness for the misfits. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. You know, we wanted yep. to, prov- I wanted to provide a place not only for myself, but for people like me to feel comfortable in the gym and for people not in the gym and not in the fitness world and more of the dark arts, horror, heavy metal, punk rock side Hell of things yeah. to be more comfortable in the gym. And I, I found myself very much in the middle of those two places for the majority of my life. I uh, was struggling with my own identity, you know, as a younger person. And I uh, kind of just made this as a community, but I just wanted to put out some sweet t-shirts. For Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> At yeah. first, and it, it kind of morphed into a, a little bit, a little bit more than it is, than it was. I think so. it's incredible, like what you've been able to accomplish. I mean, like, and when, when Amanda, and for those of you that don't know, Amanda's uh, my girlfriend and she, um, what would I, what would I call her for? She like, uh, she's, what's not sponsored. She's like, she's an ambassador. That makes it, that's a word, right? Ambassador slash lifting dead trainer. That's right. She's an ambassador slash lifting dead trainer for Death Comes she's Lifting. Badass. I always call her Buff Shady. Buff Shady. That that yeah. That's her uh, Instagram handle, right? So she's yeah. um when she told me about you guys because my girlfriend's she's 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 oh my gosh she's ripped. She works out all the time and she's really into like the Halloween. She's into the horror. She's into all the the gore and stuff. And you guys are such a perfect look. What the hell? You guys like came out of nowhere. It's so cool that um you guys are a real niche kind of uh, group and I think that's really good like it's really working for you um thank you oh my god it, it's so cool so we're what blessed co- to have her support man she honestly rocks oh yeah well yeah. I'm, I'm blessed to have her support too like she is I great you, I can imagine, man. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't want on her bad side though she looks like she can take <laughs> far ass put yeah together. that's the joke amongst my family and friends <laughs> that Amanda beats me um oh, yeah she's very capable <laughs> um 
So what kind of what kind of things do you guys offer when it comes to like um when so you have you said you sell t-shirts, you do your uh, workout, your lifting. What do people expect to see when they join in on the Lifting Dead Army? Well, if they join the Lifting Dead Army, the patron group, uh, they can expect to see exclusive content in the way of uh, training programs. You know, we can work one on one with you online, me, myself, or any combination of the trainers that we have on board. We can formulate programs for you. I do one on one Skype sessions with a oh, lot sweet. of people, I do yoga classes, the whole thing. But we also just put out on exclusive content just for the army. It's like a fan club. Yeah. You know, like that's where it, it comes in with like the whole like music and nerd culture thing for me. I like like fan clubs. I wanted to give people exclusive gear, exclusive videos, exclusive things if you sign up for it if you're a real fan. Well, the, I, yeah, uh, that's great. Thanks, man. The average person that just wants to hop on the website, they can find free content, workouts and stuff as well as our, our store is, is the website, which is clothing and accessories basically. Because I, I said before how you're you're really niche, and a lot of people, including myself, made the mistake like when you're starting like a YouTube or a Patreon or uh, a Facebook like fan page, you always try to spread out into so many things because you have so many interests. That ends yeah. up being your downfall. I think sure. you're niche down so well that there is a large group of people that are searching for something like that. Um, how long have you been doing this? How how when was the conception? 2016, five years. So it's it's still really young, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just the conception of the whole first year was just planning and drawing out designs and like kind of figuring out what I was actually going to do, what I actually wanted from it. Had to have a lot of like pretty serious conversations with yourself, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, but and, and again, though, I'd be uh, lying to you if I said I thought it was going to be as big as it is right now. I just wanted to put out some cool T-shirts. I, I'm, I mean, like, I'm, I don't want to say I'm envious because, you know, I've got my own prospects. I don't want to be that guy. But, like, I'm, I look at you and I'm like, hell yeah, man. This, this is – it's incredible. So when you were – and if a lot of my viewers, a lot of uh, my friends, family, um, random people I've never met, a lot of them are going to want to know because everyone wants to do it. Everyone wants to be able to create something of their own. Damn. How yeah. did you figure it out? What, what were the steps? When, when we just, you just talked about conception and you had to do sure. a lot of soul searching, what was it? How did you know what to do? Where did you learn your stuff? Oh, damn, man. Uh, I learned it from rock and roll, I think. I just was always – I was an artist, musician kind of kid, uh, and I just was always into it. I was always into the horror aspect of things and the art and stuff like that, and I got into fitness later. So I just okay. kind of wanted to make – those two worlds meet so I just I've always was a sketcher I paint you know I'm an artist so I just did a lot of designing first and um, that was really one thing led to another man and that was it but the most important thing that I can give anybody is starting anything is I didn't and I still don't give a fuck what anybody thinks yeah I do exactly what I want to do oh yeah by the way I'm wearing one of your shirts right now it's uh thank you man that's it's, awesome I can't and if you stay true down. to you you know that's the, I just wanted it to be authentic and I think people think too much about how to make something authentic or how to make something good or whatever. Yeah. If it just comes from you, if it just comes from your heart, it's good. It's going to be, people are going to gravitate towards it. And I feel like that's what's happening with me. Yeah, and I'm, I'm blessed for that. Yeah. Not, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's the whole thing where like people uh, flock to confidence. And if you keep second guessing yourself and keep faking who you are, like no one's going to care eventually. So, I mean, like. Right. I don't try to cater to really anybody. I know you said like uh, you have a niche and you you can't appeal to too many people. You try to figure it out. Honestly, man, I, I didn't even think about that too much. <laughs> yeah, you were you 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 were yeah. you. 
Yeah, and I still don't. If I find myself thinking about it too much, it works against me. So uh, I just, I, I'm just sticking to the path, man. I, I mean, like, and that's what a lot of people got, have to understand is that, like, like when I say niche, I'm like, it's, it was organic, but you were yourself. You're like, I've got these loves in my life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play with them. I'm gonna do something with it. Yeah. And then you've created what you've created, and along the way, you've got other people to fall in love with what you're in love with. And I don't, I don't know if I was you, right? I don't know if you like. Every every now and then you're you're sitting awake at night and like wow I like I really did something and sometimes yeah that's really cool because like I said everyone wants a piece of that and the difference between a lot of other people and someone like you is that other people will do what you just said and think about oh how do I appeal to people and I don't I'm not gonna worry about being myself I'm just gonna find what gets the most clicks what gets the most you know likes and where the difference is you are like I'm gonna be myself and organically I found like you said before, a family. So I think that's a mistake a lot of people made and you didn't make that mistake and it's paid off so well for you. Well, it's not, it's not been easy. I can't, I can I tell you that the work, that. Is, the work is put in every single day, but if your heart's in the right place and I feel like this, this is a misconception with death comes lifting. Um, if you really look into it, well, you really don't have to leave and look into it that far to, to see that it's overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. And we're trying, we're trying to help people and we're, we're trying to give back. And I look at it as service, not work. Even if I put out shirts and I find myself in like the marketing mode, you know, oh, trying yep. to sell them on Instagram, I, I always want to come at it with an angle. Like, how am I going to entertain people with this post? How am I going to help somebody about putting this shirt out? How am I going to make them more comfortable being in the gym? I always want to make people laugh, you know, just provide value rather than here's my shit, buy it. Yeah. So so I want to get like into the the small details. Please do. First, I want to um, go to the business side of things. When what was the first thing you created? You were like I want to make T-shirts. I like fitness. I like horror. What was was it? Instagram was it was it Patreon? Was it like finding out how to do print on demand? What what did you do to figure out what how to start? I knew I wanted to do T-shirts at okay. first, so. I had, we got two basic t-shirt designs. One was just a, one we thought would appeal to most people, which was just our logo. And on the back, it said fitness for the misfits. And we still have a variant of that shirt. Always. That's a great, that's a great like quote or motto, whatever. Yeah. And that's just like, even if you're not down with all we're about, I feel like most people could get down with that. If they wanted to support us, buy a shirt, whatever. Then we had the tarot death cards, like uh, the grim reaper with the barbell scythe. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a little darker. So we, we went with those two first and I contacted a local print shop here in Pittsburgh that does like a, some local bands I was familiar with and they, they helped me out and I'm still with them today. They're called ink division. They're awesome. And uh, yeah, small local print shop and we get all of our products from there. That's how it started. And it was a slow takeoff, but I stuck with it. Then. So you hold all your inventory. Oh yeah. Wow. That's, ooh, that's yeah, a lot, man. Uh, my basement is full wow. of <laughs> bins and things. So, that's yeah, if anyone cool. else here, out there gets a shirt that's a little wrinkled or has a spider in it, I apologize. Yeah, it's only, it's <laughs> only going to uh, increase the value if it's got a spider in it. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so you, after that, when when was the time for you to start marketing? What, what did you do to start doing that? Like your uh, brand? Just, just social media. Mm-hmm. That was it, man. And then uh, my I had a great friend, and I, that's another thing I can't, go much further without giving a ton of credit to my family and friends for all the support and all, you know, a lot of, a lot of my friends that know a hell of a lot more about computers and graphics and website design and all that stuff. Uh, they help me for nothing, you know, so I owe it all to them. And, uh, my, one of my great friends, Wyatt, he helped me with a website. And then I just, as two, 
to this day, all I do is market on social media, man. I don't do anything else. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. and I know, like you said uh, previously, like, it's a lot of hard work. And even me, like, I'm, I'm like, nowhere where you're at right now. However, it's, like, are, just man. sitting there and having to, like, you post, what, three times a day on Instagram? Yeah, I try to do three. I like, don't know if it's too much yet or not. I well, I mean, like, I, I have no complaints from me, but it's, like, that that alone is, is hard. I know you can get, like, um, you can go on your um, desktop or laptop <clears throat> and schedule posts, but even then, it's, like, taking the picture, editing the picture, making a caption, doing the hat, like, it, it sounds like, it's like, come on, bro, it's so easy. I work in, like, uh, an office. It's like, yeah, I understand, but it's it's takes so much time, and, like, you lose so much time, like, with your friends and your family. So it oh, is a lot dude. of hard work. It's it's a lot of sacrifice, and I'm a, I'm a full-time trainer, too. This is kind of – it's been my side gig almost, and right now it's taking over to my full gig. I'm so excited for you. Oh, my gosh, yeah, man. I, I still am a uh, – you know, I work in the fitness industry, and I have my own clients that are totally not related to Death Comes Lifting in any way. So you, are you a personal trainer or you work through something? Uh, I am a personal trainer. I used cool. to work at a gym and now I'm all, I'm all private. Wow. I have a, uh, I have a little studio. I rent some space out of and I uh, do online and private clients. Yeah. Do, you, do you ever tell them, Hey, go subscribe to my Instagram or follow my Instagram? Some of them do. Yeah. 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 yeah that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. So a lot cool. of them think it's really cool. And they, they like, it's funny that they know me, you know, they know me as Zach and like everybody on death comes lifting knows me as like the crypt keeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, it's, like, they think it's funny. It's so cool. I mean, like, I think it's done. I don't think they do it anymore. I think they stopped it like a year or two ago. But uh, like, you're a kind of brand you'd see like being um, purchased and like sponsored at Warp Tour. Like, sure, yeah, that's, that's your that's thing. Good. That's so cool, man. Something like that. Yeah, it, something like that eventually will happen. But I'm holding out for something. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, like, you gotta know. It's it's up to you. You gotta know when when to and when not to. But um, like going back to the niche thing, you you found something like I've never seen it before, you know, it's like, and that's why when Amanda told me about you guys, I was like, well, what the hell is that? Like, what's going on? It's, it was so perfect. Um, and for her, I don't know if you found her or she found you. Um, she found, us. She found you guys. It's just so, it was, I don't know. It was so fucking cool. Um, it is. I'm, I'm like I said, blessed to have her. She was an early supporter and just, she's badass, man. Everything she stands for is, is right in line with what we're about. So, it's cool to just meet people like that. So yeah, absolutely. So okay, so when now, obviously, like you, like me, like everyone, we're all still learning. You know how to, you know, create a business. You know, uh, fall in love with your passion, be able to uh, work towards something, follow your dreams, whatever. When I have people on this podcast, or when you know I I talk to people randomly throughout the day, the question is. You know, if you're more successful in something or you've gotten further, it's how'd you get there? It looks so easy. And you just talked about how it's not easy. I just talked about how it's not easy. It's really hard. Does, has, have, do you have that role model? Do you have a place you wanted to get to? Cause you saw somebody else there. Did you try to emulate someone's success or was this all like kind of an accident? Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> my, my rock star idols. That's who I tried to emulate. Really? Seriously. Hell yeah, yeah, man. Hell yeah. How, yeah, how old I'm are you? Just, you don't... I wish I could give you a cooler answer than that. No, but no. I, that comes lifting that it, it's like my band. And uh, I see what the people that I respect do in the, in, you know, in the music world. So people like him, Rob Zombie, all those guys like that I look up to. And those, those records raised me. You yeah. know, that's where I, they instilled morals in me through rock and roll. And I just am trying to do that in a different way. Yeah. Rob Zombie's crazy, man. I, he was on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. 
Yeah, man. And he talked about how he was a, like a part of a circus and like like a huge murder spree went on and his family like fled in a minivan. They were like, we cannot do this again. Yeah, it, it makes sense crazy. how it turned out. Right? Yeah, incredible guy. Like such a talented human being. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm influenced by by all that stuff, man. I'm, I'm raised on horror and heavy metal, man. Yeah. So those are, those are who I try to emulate. I wish I had a business idol or anything like that. But No, that's fine. Hell, hell yeah, man. I mean, like, what's, uh, I think, um, it was Matthew McConaughey, and I think it was also, um, what's that tennis player? She's, uh, it's a woman, I don't, one of the best uh, female tennis players uh, there are, but they're, they talk about how their heroes are nobody but themselves in the future because I'm going to be better tomorrow. So it's like, it's kind of cool, like that thing too. It's like not everybody needs to have that like role model. It could, it, it could be whatever you set your, you know, your sights on. So sure, man. Yeah. And, and I do think of that too. I always think I want to be the best version of myself. If there were, if my life was a movie about me, what would I do as the main character that I would like, you know? Yeah. Oh I yeah. I, I put myself in that position a lot. Um, whether that's good for my ego or not, I don't know, but it seems to be working okay for me. And um, the, the, the gym, man, just getting into fitness and stuff, that really teaches you work ethic too. So I have to give credit to that too. Like every day you wake up, you work out, it becomes part of your life and uh, you don't think about it. And I do the same thing with, with Death Comes Lifting, man. I mean, it's just part of my life. It's my job, but I love it. Just like I love working out. It teaches yeah. you, you know, on it. You can ask Buff Shady about this. If you don't put it to work, you're not going to get the results. And uh, that can be applied to anything in life. That's it. That's the, you're, you're, You got great messages, too. So tell me about, because you have a podcast, too, that uh, every now and then Amanda makes an appearance on. Tell me what that's about. So she comes on the Sabbath Sunday Iron Warship podcast, which is the most ridiculous part of our podcast, which I'm really glad that she takes a liking to. Cool, cool. Uh, it started as something just totally fun. You know, I have a different days on the patron and on Instagram that we just kind of celebrate every day just to kind of make it, yeah, yeah, make, yeah. make it a theme, make it fun. Like today's transformation Tuesday. So I post a picture of someone who made a fitness transformation, things like that. So we have Sabbath Sunday where we listen to black Sabbath and we drink coffee and we talk about fitness and life and the good things that you can get out of black Sabbath. And I started that as a solo podcast just for the patron. Like I would just talk for 30 minutes about whatever black Sabbath record we were listening to. And then people would write in, ask me questions. I talk about this. Hey, what about my workout? And I would answer them on the podcast. So eventually it just became, why don't we just make this like a live zoom meeting? That's awesome. Like, uh. like the church of iron worship and whoever wants to attend can attend and anybody can listen. But if you want to join in, you got to join the army for the zoom link. And that's just been going on. I think we've done like six of them. Wow. So and, do, you, uh, uh, do you ever think about doing it like on Twitch or YouTube live? Yeah, man, that's that's definitely going to be a thing. Uh, we, I just got a Discord. Oh, sweet! That's a, that's yeah. Yes. I'm I'm a fucking I'm a caveman, bro. Can I swear on here? You can, bro. I think I said fuck eight times already. Okay. Yeah, you're right. All right, so, <laughs> you're good, motherfucker. motherfucker I'm a fucking yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a caveman, and I don't know anything about technology. So I have my friends all help me with that. So we just got Discord. And uh, Twitch is a thing that we're looking into, too. So, yeah, for sure. The yeah. answer is yes. Twitch is uh, a great place for... Um, what is your recommendation for that? For, for, um, for like, uh, like uh, live, live streams? Podcast. Uh, do you think that Zoom is whack? No, okay, well, the only reason... I have a problem with Zoom because if you if you do a uh, more than th uh, two people, you have to pay for it for, like, over 30 or 45 minutes. And I think that's so fucking stupid. I know. Man. Whereas, like, you have something like Skype, and it doesn't have that rule. And for some reason, the pandemic came, and everyone was like, "Let's 
throw away Skype and use this new thing called Zoom. It's like, what? What just happened? And now all schools use Zoom and they have to pay um, to let their students. It's stupid. I don't know why people just can't use Skype. Um, we can go down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole. On that we one. can. We definitely will. Uh, before we get <laughs> So I think when it comes to live streaming, though, I mean, like, what you use to live stream your your, your face, you could use Zoom. You could, what, I, I don't care what you use for that. However, you don't have to worry about this right now because you're just entering either Twitch or YouTube uh, for streaming. But in the event, or for anyone else out, out there, if you're if you're trying to struggle between, oh, should I do Twitch or YouTube? Do whatever you're more present on right now. Because I know that Twitch is more prevalent for streaming, and it's really good for streaming. But if you're already on YouTube, you should probably just stream on YouTube. If you're on right. Twitch and you like do um like spoken words or you like uh, give workouts, like live workouts. You probably do the podcast on Twitch too. Understood. No, we're on YouTube, so that maybe YouTube will be better. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, instead of trying we're to get fine. everyone to transition to Twitch, finding uh, new things on Twitch, it's it's better to just stay in one place. Um, but of course, I think what I do is I lo- I love that. I Thank think you. I think what I, like what I do is my presence is on YouTube. But if I ever want to like fuck around, I'll go uh, on Twitch when it doesn't really matter too much. And that's what you should do. I'm like. Have your All presence right. on YouTube, but if like you're like, hey, I got some free time, I'll go on Twitch and just see if I can get new people onto my uh, my stuff. Well, thanks, man. That's see, that's why this shit's valuable. Like, I don't know everything. I like to ask people like you questions about this shit. Too. Well, well, thank. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm no godsend either, though. I mean, like, yeah, you are, dude. You're you're good, man. You're good at this. I can tell. You're going somewhere. You have the well, you have I, the I appreciate personality. It. I appreciate yeah. it. I mean, like most of the actually, I, interesting. Um, oh, so would you say over the last year was where you found most of your growth for death comes lifting yeah absolutely since the pandemic the pandemic was the best thing that's ever happened to me. yeah no i get that i get that and i kind of agree because over the last year for me i've learned so much on like the shit you're looking at right now so it really put a fire under people's asses um and i think i mean, like if you found this you know growth spurt i think you're only gonna go further um real quick tell me, tell me about that conspiracy what were you about to fucking say Oh, dude, I was just going to say, if you wanted to go down the Let's go. Let's fucking go. Hell yeah. I don't really know too much, but I just feel like it's awfully convenient that no one ever hears of Zoom until the pandemic happens. Yeah, what the hell is that shit? Things on Zoom, and all the small businesses and the restaurants and all all that shit can't survive, but everybody orders everything from Amazon, and now... It's Jeff Bezos just steps down as CEO. There's weird shit. Now he's like the head chairman or something. Yeah. I just tried. I try to really stay out of it. I think it's all fucking crazy and it's all controlled by aliens anyway. So I'm just trying to make Bro, the world a better place. Preaching to, to the choir, man. Lifting in Black Sabbath. You yeah. Know, that's, <laughs> that's where I put my motivation. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I'm going to let the world do what it's doing. I'm going to try yeah. to keep to myself. That's, yeah. That shit's scary, though, man. It's so scary. It's one of my favorite things to talk about, too, because I had my uh, one guest on. His name's Johnny, he's a screenwriter. And like the last thirty or forty minutes, we just talked about aliens. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Um, because he wrote a screenplay about MK Ultra and like the conspiracies behind that. And if you don't know what that is, or if the audience doesn't know what that is, MK Ultra is when um, I think it was the '60s or '70s. He's gonna yell at me. Um, the government. I, you say what? I should know. I don't know. It's when the government was basically either kidnapping people or taking people and saying, oh, you're, we're helping you medically and in, in, like giving them acid and seeing what would happen to them. Um, and that's Wait. like um, the, the Mansons and everything. That's when all that shit was going on. It, it goes I, I deep. I know you're about 
about this. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they're still doing it and they need any more test subjects, yeah. <laughs> they want they want, they want me, me to give the LSD to. I'll make sure that the people that need it get it. That's exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that conspiracy shit, man. Because I also hate when people though they say, um, "Oh, it's conspiracy theory." I'm like, I hate when people think conspiracy theory, the word conspiracy theory, is a negative. Because it's like, no, I have a theory that people are conspiring to do something or people might be doing this. Here's my theory. So it's not like a bad thing. It's just like, hey, what if? Yeah, I used to be really into them, I guess, or really, you know, I could find myself going down that rabbit hole more. Now it's just like, I don't have time. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm like, with all the shit you're doing? Yeah. Right. And it, and it's just like, it's, it's, a, it's a trap, I feel like, because you're never going to get an answer. And even if you do get the answer, it's like, okay, so Bigfoot and aliens are real. How's that change my day to day? Like I know that's to be true already. Yeah, so. that's that's the shit. That's <laughs> the fucking shit. It's like, bro, I already believe aliens are real. I don't give a shit anymore. Get the hell out of right. here. Yeah. So just move on. Just keep just keep doing it. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Okay, so you have a Patreon. What sure. are the tiers on your Patreon? There is a warrior, lifting dead warrior. That's six dollars and sixty six cents. We we did a lot of market research about these prices now. Oh my six, gosh! Tell me this. I'm gonna need to know this. Sixty six cents. And that's just, you get access to all the content, the free programs, the exclusive videos, all that stuff. The Emperor, which is 1313, uh, is the same thing as the Warrior, but you get one-on-one training from me, written, emailed, all that stuff. The Warlord is 2666, that's our top tier, and that (laughs) is all that plus one-on-one coaching, and we have kind of like exclusive specials for just the warlords it's like a private community it's like the vip group in the group sweet man and, uh, it's, it's really cool and uh how long did it take you before you completed those three tiers or was that immediate i had the i had two i had the warrior and the emperor immediately and then there were people kind of asking for more really or they wanted more training that i, I felt was worth more than Thirteen dollars, you know, they wanted yeah, like the one on one thing, so I I had to uh, just up the ante a little bit to provide extra value to those that wanted it. But I will say the majority of our patrons are emperors. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of people don't realize, like even like small YouTubers that have like like five hundred subscribers. Um, it's more, you know, that's that's still a lot for just starting, but they'll you can put a patreon for like one dollar and just have their names at the end of a video i mean like patreon people don't realize how much it actually helps because there are there are going to be people that want to support you um and then you're actually delivering real like not only content but like things of substance so that's so it's really good um yeah man i'm trying to help man i I always feel weird and bad about like taking people's money or like sign up for me or whatever yeah like it's so much more than just about me and the in the brand i we really have a team together these days full of great people that I, i'm blessed to have and we're just really trying to help people man so that's really the main message of the day we do it to serve you know so do you have any like suggest okay so i'm gonna ask you as a personal trainer now okay so i have like eight diseases not really i have like three i think but i'm not asking for your medical advice i know you're not a doctor um but so I have um, a problem with eating. I can't gain weight. That's like my, that's, that's my ball and chain. I can't get past that. What, what do you reckon? And that's one of the hardest. I feel like losing weight, in my experience, losing weight's only easier because uh, you can stop yourself from eating, whereas I can't force myself to keep food in my stomach. 
Um, do you actually have like an, an issue keeping food down? Like you actually have a disease? Or, yeah. Or so I have a disease. Okay. I have a, several, um, but I, I have one disease that goes into two deficiencies. Um, I have an IgG and IgA deficiency, which is an autoimmune disease. I also have esophagelitis, which is my, my throat or my esophagus is shrinking and it tricks my brain to thinking I'm not hungry. So I, I, Amanda will be here and I'll just sit in my, on my couch and I'll literally be choking. I, I won't restrict my airflow. But I'll be I'll sit there for an hour, two hours, and I won't be able to go into my stomach. And what that does to me is it tricks my brain to think I'm not hungry, so I never eat. So sometimes not only do I not eat, but I'm actually nauseous about food because my brain thinks I'm full. Now there's no getting around that, but what I want to ask you, because I'm not gonna how do I fix that, Zach? That's not what I'm gonna fucking ask you. You're asking the wrong You're asking the wrong person. When it comes to gaining weight. Do you recommend to people to, you know, eat more or drink shakes or like work out more, work out less? What do you, like, if someone's like, hey man, I want to gain 10 pounds by the end of the year. That's a long time. What would you tell someone to change their lifestyle? It's all diet. Everything is diet. You whether you want to lose weight or gain weight, whatever you want to do, improve your health. It's 80% diet, 20% external factors like working out and what you take in and what you do uh, with the rest of your day. I was anorexic when I started living. Right. So I know a lot about gaining weight and there were a lot of days that I ate till I felt like I was going to throw up. I'm I'm asking the right person then, huh? You got to eat, man. You got to, and I ate like a bodybuilder. I ate like five to six, four to six times a day, you know, protein. I was, there was no keto vegan. Yeah. None of that shit, man. It It was like old school, like what Arnold would tell you to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that way to everybody, but in someone that really needs to gain weight and, or especially a younger kid that really wants to gain weight. I have a lot of those teenagers, you know, I, I'm a youth trainer. So I train a lot of middle school kids that are trying to pack. Nice, off nice like, good. Bro, when you're at that age and you're, you know, you got fucking testosterone pumping through your veins, you're not going to get fat. Eat whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's right. Like, Everything in sight. Eat whatever you want. Make sure you eat enough protein. Other than that, you're good. Pound yeah. of protein per body weight is the ultimate bro science. Like you know? I tell people, weight training will change your life. Like it will. What it does for you yeah. is incredible. Yeah, man. And but the more, I guess, specific answer to your question is you got to eat in a way that you know you can stick to it. And yeah, gain that weight, too. That know? too. Like you can't eat for two days a lot and then like take two days off. Like you got to eat a lot. You got to eat enough every day. So if that means one whole meal a day and three shakes, yep. rock it, man. Yeah. You just got to figure out what you can digest. Because it's not just making the choice. It's not just saying, today I'm going to start. It's today I'm going to start, and tomorrow I have to remind myself to keep going. Because the problem I have, and I'm sure the problem that you uh, came across you know, on your journey to gaining weight, is that yeah. tomorrow I'll be like, okay, I'm going to eat so much. But because my body is naturally wanting to keep me in this kind of status quo, it's gonna. I'm not going to feel hungry the next day for so much food, and I'm going to think, it's normal. It was like, no, I got to keep reminding myself to eat. I got to remind myself, listen, you're gaining weight. It's not going to be comfortable for that long. Eventually, you're going to be okay, but you got to get through this, you know, over the wall. Same thing with losing weight, too. It's that, like, you got to, I know you were in a uh, caloric deficit today, but you got to remind yourself to stay in that deficit tomorrow because naturally, your body's going to th- try to be normal or open quote, end quote, normal. Um, so, yeah, it's the reminding yourself to, Keep doing it because your body doesn't want to do it, man. Your body doesn't like the stress. Consistency is everything, man. In anything, you know, that's another parallel between fitness and life, man. Just keep, yeah. keep at it. Yeah, that, yeah. 
Oh man, I I hate that when uh, I mean like it's a problem I've dealt with uh, personally too. It's that you start something and because you're not immediately good at it, you quit. That that mindset, although people are plagued by it, and I feel bad, but that mindset is so horrible. And if and if you can, especially with the death comes lifting, I feel like you have that reach and you have that kind of uh, like. That's what death comes lifting can show. That's one of your values. It's like if you can tell people, you can show people, hey, man, I know it's hard and I know you think you're not good at it. And you might be horrible at this right now. But that consistency, which you just talked about, that's going to get you over the edge. It's going to give you the next step. Absolutely. And I, I encourage people not to even be attached to results because that's all anxiety is. We have, we have anxiety disorders as people these days. That's just expecting something from shit you shouldn't be expecting anything yeah. from. Oh, and then things don't meet your expectations. You get anxious. You want to be great. You're not great. Fuck, it doesn't work out for you. Just feel good at the end of the day with what you did, no matter what. And yeah. that's why we're running this meditation program right now, oh, which fuck, is great. Yeah. Um, you should see some of the people's reactions. Like, really? You're going to tell me to tell me how to meditate? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. And uh, the people that do it love it. And the people that freak are freaked out about it, they'll be freaked out about it for a little bit, but that's okay. It'll always be there for you and we love you. Huh. But the important thing to teach in meditation or any practice or anything you're not good at is to be happy that you, that you tried at the, at the end of the day, you're going to feel better leaving than you did when you went in yeah. to anything, no matter what. So just be happy with yourself and don't attach yourself to results and don't expect anything Yeah, you, and exactly. watch yourself get better. It's amazing. You got to try to go to sleep happy. Yeah. That I'm just, I like that you brought up the meditation thing. Um, I think I actually I, I knew about that, but it passed my mind. I've always had a hard time or a, a bad relationship with meditation. Um, sure. And whether it's because you know I have anxiety, which I don't, I don't, I'm not diagnosed with any kind of disorder like that, but I've always had a problem with uh, meditation. But you, so you do? You, how do you run your meditation? What I call classes, or what do I? What is it? Pro program. I have videos. It's a, it's our mental combat program. If you've ever seen anything about, I that. have. Well, yes, mental combat. Videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a yoga, martial arts, and uh, meditation training program. And uh, our basic, basic, we have uh, phases, right? So phase one is basically just to sit down with yourself and breathe for five minutes, and that's the basis of meditation. Just concentrate yeah. on breathing in and out through your nose. A lot of people don't know how to breathe, man. I probably don't. Um, especially, no, I mean, me, me either, man. I mean, we're taught improper breathing patterns our our whole life. Uh, yeah, you, you, right. you should breathe from the belly, and you should breathe in and out through your nose. You should hardly ever mouth breathe. Yeah. And, uh, even in the gym, no matter what you're doing, how many guys or anybody you see, you know, <gasps> you know, all that shit. That's often, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah and it comes from your chest. It should come from your belly, and um, that causes anxiety in itself. If you breathe wrong, if you breathe from your chest all day at too too much, you know, it freaks your body out. It brings you to a heightened state. Uh, so that that's really the basis of meditation. And I think where people go wrong with meditation and why maybe even you have a bad relationship with it mm -hmm. is when you sit down and try it, you can't clear your mind and you freak out. Well, you're not supposed to, you know, it's It takes a while. That'd be like me walking into the gym on the first day. I can't bench 315. So I'm out. You know, it's going to, oh. it's going to take a long time. You just have to be happy with yourself. You sat down and made five minutes for yourself to meditate. So, cause yeah, that's, I guess what I was introduced to where it's like you let something into your brain and you let it go, but that's, that's fucking really hard to do. It's impo almost impossible. especially yeah. at first. Yeah. So when, when you start meditation, what would like for me, a first, uh, a first timer, you'd be like, okay, you sit there and you're relaxed. Do you, should I, you know, focus on like, 
one thought? Should I just let my brain be itself? Like, how do I build myself? And I know it's a hard question to ask because, like, know, it's different for it's everyone. These questions, and it's uh, important to, to uh, bring up. That's why we call it a meditation and yoga practice. Even a master will call it a practice because no one's ever perfect at it. Yeah. We're all we're all just practicing. And the uh, pretty much the best advice I can say I've got that helped me is you have to like treat your mind like it's like a child, right? Like it's like this little devious kid like running away from you. And you okay. just have to like treat it with love. Be like, all right, man, come on back. Like we're going to try this again. Like keep going. You got to be kind to yourself. You can't be like, oh shit, I'm not, I'm not doing this right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Zen as fuck right now. I can't do this. You just have to uh, be kind to yourself. Make sure your mind's steady. Your mind's like a flame, right? If it blows in the wind, let it blow in the wind, but return it back to neutral. Yeah. Yeah. You do that through your breath. And if you just sit down and focus on your breath, it's a, it'll make a world of difference in anything you do. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, like, <clears throat> I've, I haven't tried it. I've, I haven't even tried it for, like a, like, a full handful. Like, I've only done it, like, three or four times. And each time, I always had, like, a bad relationship with it. But, like, like the, the, the third or fourth time, it's not that, like, it scared me. It's not that, like, it gave me anxiety. I just sat there, and this is probably the, the biggest reason why I would need meditation is because I sat there and felt like I was wasting my time and I felt yeah. like, and, and I felt like I have so many things I need to get done. And that feeling is probably why someone would need meditation. It's like, bro, you got to relax a little bit. I was just going to say, that's the reason why you need it. Yeah. And I, I find myself falling into that trap sometimes too, but it's like, man, everybody has five minutes. I don't care who you are. Yeah. You know, and you know, if it gets you to wake up a half an hour early because you want to practice meditation, then you have, 25 extra minutes to get shit done that morning, you know? Yeah. That's way it. It's um, the same thing. I do, So I read a lot, and um, I watched this video, and it was about how, like, if – depending on your reading speed, if you can go through, like, a page in, like, a minute and a half or two minutes, by the time you're, like uh, – by the time you die, you could read, like, a thousand books. Yeah. If you read 30 minutes a day. Um, and so I'll, like, do, like – audiobooks um for like 30 minutes a day but I'll, I'll try to read um the paper as much as i can um and so what i do the same thing with meditation is i you just got to put in the time and you're going to get better i'm going to read faster i'm going to understand more i'm going to learn more so it's kind of like that like you got to just got to do it, it's going to benefit you um and do the practice like you said it's not perfect it's practice um sure. so i get i'm like I guess that's kind of my meditation though reading even though sometimes it aggravates me um Anything can be your meditation. You can go for a walk, you know, and that's your moving meditation. A lot of people, I always said working out was my meditation before I actually made a point to sit down and meditate. You know, you, you get in a flow state, you get in that meditative zone. That, uh, that really helps me. When did you uh, start this program? I put it out at the beginning of the year. It was our New Year's resolution. Uh, we wanted to focus on mental health a lot more at, at Death Comes Lifting, especially since the uh, the pandemic and all that stuff, you know. Uh, went on for a lot longer than anybody thought it was going to. So a lot of our followers were, you know, reaching out to us about mental health, about meditation, you know, about all that stuff. So I figured, hey, man, we can we can give it a shot and try to help some people. I'm currently studying to be a yoga teacher. So it oh, helps sweet. me. It, help, it helps me help me, too. And, uh, yeah, I've been practicing all of this myself for years. So I feel like whatever I little knowledge I have from the great people that taught me, I'd like to spread that spread that good to the army if possible so that was yeah, pretty much course. all I put it to it. and i fucking love mortal combat i wanted to make a more yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's not look over that uh that that's been the the, the coolest for me and i have uh, got to talk to like all the guys that were the um actors for the original oh game wow really 
Yeah, yeah. I went out to uh, Chicago to train with uh, the guy. His name's Dan Pacino. He's a scorpion in Sub-Zero. Oh, my gosh. One of the cool, <laughs> coolest guys ever. So they all lent their input to the program, and it's uh, it's been a ton of fun and totally gratifying. Wow, that's incredible, man. That's incredible. So have you heard any uh, – how much feedback have you heard from Mental Combat? A lot, man. A lot of people really love it. A lot of people really are freaked out, like, especially at first. We're like, I can't do this. It's like a lot. I'm, I'm freaked out. I'm like, okay, just, you know. Stick with it. Stick to phase one. There are three phases, and the the people that stick to it have uh, really benefited from it. And I can't be any happier with that. Man. So, another thing with the uh, the Patreon and then being a part of the army. When do you do? You, when do you post things? When it's like uh, whether it's a workout, it's like uh, meal prep stuff. I don't know if you do that, but meal prep stuff, uh, uh, mental combat. Yeah. When no matter what it is, when do you and how much do you post about it so people can consume the content? Uh, we we like post every day on the, on the Patreon multiple times a day. I, I usually have those scheduled out. Uh, you can schedule posts on Patreon pretty easily. Okay. And uh, like that's where all like the theme days come from. You know, you have Monday motivation, transformation Tuesday, all this crazy stuff we think of. Um, it's all just to encourage community interaction. And the programs are always there. The posts don't go away. You can search mental combat and find every one of our mental combat links and programs or whatever. And uh, it's, it's really just building up to be a community of people that interact with each other, like an online gym is kind of uh, what I wanted it to be. And uh, yeah, every day, man, we, how, we post some sort of content. How often a week do you suggest people should work out? I think you should do something every day. Okay. At least, at least something. I mean, we're, we're not meant to just lay around all day, any day, I don't think. So if, if you're a beginner and you're looking to try to like go to the gym or to do some weights or some resistance bands or yoga or whatever, I say three days a week and then, you know, walk and do stretches or anything on, on your off days. But I think two to three days a week, if, if you're a beginner is great. But for people like you and I and Buff Shady that are super advanced and badass, you should do something every day. You got to read it. You know, it's great for your mental health, man. It, it, it goes well beyond uh, vanity purposes and physical, you know, we, yeah. we, we're meant to, we're meant to move, uh, as, as animals, you know, we're meant to, uh, we have mobility programs. I encourage everybody to try to hold a deep squat for two minutes a day. Cause that's what we're supposed to do. You know, we're not supposed to sit in chairs. We're not supposed to drive, you know? Yeah. Give, oh my gosh. But when... Get people back with their original, with your original way you're supposed to be doing shit and it makes you happier. It makes you feel better. Yeah, I mean, like scientists say that the only reason why we should be sitting down is if we're sleeping or eating. So it's like otherwise you should be standing or doing something. Right. And uh, how how weird is that? You know, if you're if you're that guy that's always standing and like you're you're so yeah. on base like, aside, bro, sit know? down. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I guess there's something to that too. Like you know, you you should be able to chill and stress out. It's it's a it's a balance. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it's a it's a fucking different world now. So it's like. We're not yeah. cavemen anymore, Mark. You fucking relax now. Um, yeah, it's weird though. I th- I think I said this like my literally my last podcast. How Stephen Hawking, um, who uh, he he used to say that if I had legs, you would never see me sitting down. And it's like I don't understand why all these people are just sitting down and doing nothing and relaxing. Like I mean, like he he was obviously confined to a wheelchair, so he has a different mindset. But he would always talk about how it's like so unhealthy and unnatural for you to just be sitting all the time. That's yeah. a pretty badass quote. I, I never knew Stephen Hawking said that. That's pretty good. Yeah, he was. He, he was like, not I, I'm not angry about it. But he was like, "What the hell's going on? Yeah. What are you guys doing?" Fuck yeah, man. That's that's cool. And uh, I, uh, I'm I'm with him, man. And uh, that's also why we've been focused more in the lifting dead army about yoga and mobility and stuff. It's just because it feels better to move 
the way your body's meant to move. Like you should be able to do a back bend. You should be able to do a deep squat. You should be able to like kick up into a handstand. Like that's what we have these things for. And most people can't, a lot of people can't touch their toes, you know? And that means a whole lot more than how much bench press. Yeah. In everyday life, you know? So I want to get personal and at any moment you'd be like, bro, let's, let's switch it up. I got you, man. Let's get weird. You, you battled with anorexia, right? Yes, sir. I want, if you don't mind, because I think it'll it'll help your the people that are already in the different. Oh uh, yeah, army. I'm ready, man. Don't worry and about it. it'll allow people that are watching this. Sure. Explain to us your journey. Like, when did you know you had a problem? Well, well, I guess I've had an eating disorder. It it just stems from having a fucked up brain in a way. You know what okay, I mean? Yeah. Like, eating disorders and addictions and drug addictions and all that stuff. I mean. All, all that, all that has happened. So that, that's, that's all, that's all there. Um, I was an overweight kid, like an elementary school, middle school kid. Okay. Right. And then growing into adolescence and all that stuff, I was like, fuck this. I want to lose weight. And I'm tired of, you know, feeling tired. I was, I was sick a lot. You know, I was just a, just an unhealthy person. Um, and of course, you know, you want girls to like you and stuff like yeah, that. Too. Of course. Yeah. Like <laughs> all that stuff. Um, so I, you know, me not knowing anything about anything, I was like, I'm just going to starve myself and run. And that works. <laughs> that, that, yeah. worked, that worked, that worked a little too well. And I uh, just kind of fell into the trap of that. And then before I know it, I wasn't eating at all. I was running a lot, you know, yeah. on uh, just killing myself, just starving myself. I lost like a hundred pounds. Um, and I was, you know, I'll try to dig up some pictures and send them to you if you want me to. Yeah, go I, ahead. I, yeah, yeah, I looked like I always tell people I looked like like the sixteen year old Marilyn Manson. You know, I had like long black hair, black fingernails. I was like a hundred pounds, um, and I rocked that look for a long time. And then fitness really saved my life. You know, I did. Uh, obviously, doctors were concerned. You know, people like stepped in, and then I had to go see a therapist. And then you know they diagnosed me with anorexia and an Jeez. eating disorder. And you know, I'd make myself throw up. I was never bulimic, but I would do that. And uh, so it was, it was definitely apparent that I had an issue. It wasn't like, you know, I wasn't lying to myself. I knew, and it was either listen to what they were telling me to do or figure it out and do it all myself and try to get me healthy and having the uh, punk rock authority problems. I was not about to listen to them. And I figured out, uh, I taught myself nutrition and how to lift weights basically just because I didn't want anybody else to tell me how to do it. So that's how I became a personal trainer. And that's how my love for, uh, fitness came to be because it's, it saved my life. I, I can totally, you know, identify with that story. Like what you just said, um, you know, teaching yourself, you know, you don't want anyone else to tell you what to do or how to do it. And you're like, I'm like, fuck off. I'm going to do this on my own. If you have a problem, I have a problem. If you have a problem with me, I have a problem with you. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Um, and maybe I should have listened to them a little bit, a little bit, but (laughs) I I was about to say like, not everyone could do that because not everyone's, you know, as strong willed, but, or dumb. (laughs) <laughs> or dumb i i think that's really cool because most people the biggest problem they have whether it's you know anorexia it's depression it's like ptsd it's you know angerish whatever most the biggest problem a lot of people have is not being able to identify it within themselves like say i have a problem you were able to be like okay i can identify that there's something that i need to change and i'm going to do it on my i'm going to figure it out um so that's i think that's a big reason why a lot of people can't change is because they can't accept that something's wrong um Definitely. so it's 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 really upsetting but then i know like like i don't have a story like you but i remember like being younger and um 
I wanted to gain weight. I wanted to lift more. I remember not being able to lift a you know a ten pound dumbbell. I dropped it and it broke, and I just kept that you know broken dumbbell. And now I can lift like a, a fifty pound dumbbell in one arm. So I'm like, I when I was younger, I was so self conscious about who I am that I just I had to do something. I had to do something about it, and I did it on my own. Like four years in my father's basement, figuring out how to work out. So you did that. That's cool. On a yeah. much yeah. larger scale, you know. So. And I guess the the punk rocker and you right was like saying, like fuck the establishment. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking do this. This is, I'm yeah. me. I'm not you. I'm me. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that works against you, but I, that, <laughs> I can imagine. But yeah, that that's where that was. And uh, I was that kid, man. I mean, I was a hundred pounds soaking wet, walking in the gym, looking like Marilyn Manson, trying to curl ten pound dumbbells. Yeah. And that was that that way for a long time, but. And uh, I, I go back to that dude a lot, man. And I and I, I feel like where I created Death Comes Lifting, like if if that dude had something like this, he'd be, he'd be a lot in a lot better place, you know, at, at that time. So that's where my motivation comes from. To, to that's beautiful. People. Yeah. When I I'm like when I was younger too, like I I used to be sick all the time because of my diseases. I'd be like home forty days out of the year from school, and um, I would watch a lot of movies. And I'm like, one day I want to make an 11 year old kid feel the way I do right now with like a film, and that's still who I used to be. And I'm kind of the same way with film, but it's cool as hell, man. Yeah, for you to be like, I like, so it's so organic. Unless I'm missing something, it was so organic for you to create Death Comes Lifting to nurture the child you used to be. Definitely, I think that's it's it's poetic. That's so fucking cool. And I, me it's just better. now realize learning about you realizing that I'm like, holy shit! Dude, does he even realize what he's doing? Like, a little bit, a little bit. I try not to think about it like that too much, and just stay on, you know, steer the course in a way. But yeah, yeah man, that that's that's where a lot of the motivation comes from. And then just growing into my fitness career, I was a youth trainer, a CrossFit kids trainer, so I always. I get along with kids a lot, you know, better than I do a lot of adults and stuff because yeah. I never grew up. And uh, yeah, I'm a just trying. I'm trying to be a professional child for a living. That's why. That's you know, what I'm saying. I have Halloween decorations and all, all that stuff and everything we do, man. Just uh, trying to keep that spirit alive and uh, not take it too seriously at the same time, you know. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, like, I could. I feel like towards one of the things where it's like, thank God. Kind of thank God, but not really that all these kids are on social media. It's kind of bad, <laughs> but I mean, like they're able to find good things out of it too, like death comes lifting and like I hope so. yeah. th- that it's awesome, man. Cause you got a lot of like adults. Um, and I mean like maybe like in their their fifties or sixties who like didn't have this, any of this growing up. So they don't really get it. Um, some do, but they don't really get it culturally at least. Um, but then you find a, a kid, whether it's, you know, from 10 years old to 17 years old, it's like the the impact you could have on their life because you are their normal you're not just all oh, the internet is new no you are their normal and you're a part of it um you're a part of their entire world so i think being able to find you know the old zach or finding the the old yeah. mark it's just like that's fucking it man that's why you do these things and like we said before it's not about finding a niche to make the money to you know get the likes it's about finding what you like and getting other people to enjoy it with you. And that's what you're doing. Like, do you ever, has anyone sat you down yet and told you like what you've done yet? I mean, kind of, I don't really, I'm not good at like taking compliments, I guess, or like listening. Well, it's to awkward. That, it's awkward, right? 
you're, you're doing it in a pretty fucking awesome way. And I commend you for that. I'll, I'll accept what you're doing. Uh, but no, not, not really. And uh, I really, I kind of don't let them at the same time either. That's why I'm blessed to have awesome friends that don't like let it get to my head or let it yeah. get bigger than it is. You know what I mean? Because in my mind, I'm still, you know, this is nothing, you know? And uh, when will it become something? I don't know. You know, but but I, I just keep keep at it every day. Well, that's the thing I say to a lot of my guests who come on here is, and um, I say I, I tell my little sister too. So a big thing with me is hard work, right, and work ethic and all that, and I know it is for you too. And for a lot of people, they'll yeah. put in the hours, they'll put in the minutes, they'll put in the days, and they'll feel like they're not there yet. They'll feel like they've accomplished nothing. But the reason is. It's because when you're in the middle of the hard work, you don't realize you're working hard. You're just being normal. It's not till afterwards during reflection that you realize, holy shit, look what I just did. And you don't reflect too often because you're always working. And I tell Amanda, right, I've known Amanda for five years and the rate at which she's grown, what she's accomplished is so extraordinary. And sometimes I stop her and I'm like, man, do you see what you've done? And I'm going to cry telling you this. I mean, like, she's done so much for herself. And, and the same with you and the same with so many people. It's like if you don't sit down and realize what you've done in the past, it's you're an idiot. I'm like, fucking look at what you've done. It's incredible. And I, I, I wish people would realize that you're, like, not when I say you, I mean the royal you're, not just you, everyone. You're working hard. You just don't realize it because you're in the middle of it, you know? Well, th- well thank you for your kind words, man. That's that's really cool. And um. I suppose it is good to kind of reflect on that, but I'm just so much the opposite way that if I let myself just revel in that for too long, I fear losing motivation to keep going. I understand. I understand that. You know, and I, I just kind of always like, I, I I never went to college. I never, I don't have a plan B, C, you know what I mean? You burned I, all your ships. I, I knew that the path I took was going to require a lot of hard work. And, you know, it was, it was it's easy to say fuck the system and be a fuck up. It's really hard to say fuck the system and make something out of yourself. And I knew I had those steps in front of me and I still have a lot of steps in front of me. So if I get too comfortable, I fear falling in that comfort and not doing as much work as I should. So it's, it's, it's still a balancing act. I'm still learning how to do all those things. Yeah. But uh, that's, I think where my headspace is with a lot of these things. I understand that what you're saying though. It's like, if you, I mean, like, you can get stuck in the uh, the realm of, wow, I'm, I'm doing really good. I don't have to try as hard. It's like, yeah, that's shitty. Like, you shouldn't be that person. I, I the, My last podcast, his name was Steven. He's a football player, and I had him on, he, and he talked about, um, you know, either choosing athletics for a career or academics for a career. And he was, like, getting comfortable with the idea that if he has academics, he doesn't have to try too hard in football. But he didn't realize he was thinking that. He was. I was like, I explained it to him. Like, but if you keep saying to yourself that you've got something to fall back on, you're never going to try hard enough in what you're doing now. And the same thing goes with people that are really talented. Really, really talented people go their entire lives thinking they're great. And if you go your entire life thinking you're great, you're never going to try hard enough to get to the next step because everyone's always telling you you're so good. So I understand that. I totally get it. And you've got to not only reflect on what you've done that's great, but reflect upon yourself to know that you still need to do better and you still need to go to work. Um Definitely. So you know, I t- I totally get what you're saying. It's it's it you know, and it's important for uh the people to keep going. And there's this story, and it's a true story. I don't know what war it took place in, but there's a story where this general sent a whole bunch of troops to basically an island to fight a battle. And the troops were 
on the on the land, and they were looking at the battle in front of them, and they saw their ships behind them. And they were still able to go home. So what did the general do? He burnt down the ships, and he said, now you either survive or die. So the thing is, is like you've got to, sometimes you've got to burn your ships, and you've got to know that there's only one option right now, and it's for you to get to work. And I think that's what you just explained to me, where it's like, yeah. I don't have that B, I don't have that C, I don't have that D, this is me, and I'm going to do it. That's really cool. That was a way cooler way that I framed it. So thank you for that. That's a pretty cool favorite. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta burn your ships sometimes. Um, you burn do, man. burn ships and build bridges. Build cribs. Build cribs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I just had like a revelation. It's so stupid. Like I I was reading or I heard someone say the crypt creeper, and in my head I I just clicked what a crypt creeper was. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so fucking creepy. Like I never seen the movie or anything. I'm like. like yeah, some guy, like some creepy guy in like a tomb underground is like, oh my gosh, mom, I, there's something in the basement. I, I swear, there's nothing down. Like, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah. I've become that guy somehow. <laughs> somehow so... I've earned the name, name Crypt Keeper through all this. Yeah. And I'm sticking to it. With all I your t-shirts down there. Hey, yep. man, he, he, Crypt Keeper's a good guy. He's just trying to like make sure everything runs smoothly. That's, he makes yeah. jokes, he makes bad puns, you know. <laughs> he tries to make people laugh. He's just doing his best. You know, I feel like I'm the Crypt Keeper in a lot of ways, yeah. All right, so where do you see death comes lifting going in terms of uh, – I'm going to get to a few things, but I want to go into products because okay. if I was you, I maybe not yet because I know you still got growth to go on, but I would Dude, love to – We got irons in the fire, bro. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Say it one more time. I said we got irons in the fire for product expansion. Hell so – you, you might not be off with any of your thoughts. I, the, the, like I'd make fucking workout equipment – so quickly, that shit's so fucking dope, man. That's, yeah. What's your plan, man? What's coming up? What's next? We're, we're, workout equipment. We're looking at next year, just because the investment is very high. Very them. high, very high. To, to make good, like, I, I'm not gonna put out anything that sucks. Yeah, that, that no. I wouldn't use, that I wouldn't use or I wouldn't wear. You know, I, I I stand by everything we put out all the time, and unless I could, I got like some pretty crappy workout equipment. It's just, it's just not going to happen. So we're going to do that and in the near future, but in the immediate future, we're expanding into like uh, self-care products like uh, cosmetics yeah. and creams wow. and or, yeah, things like that and uh, some nutrition stuff. So we were going to have some uh, not really supplements, but uh, s- stuff in that realm Cool is all cool. I'm going to say, right? Yeah. So we're looking at some nutrition and some self-care products. So because that's – I had this idea a while ago for like a, a brand and stuff. And one of the reasons is it was a fitness stuff. Now I, I wanted to make equipment so bad and I've moved in other directions, but that shit's going to be so exciting. Like, Oh my gosh, oh, dude, I have, I have like the blueprints drawn oh, and for all that. Like, yeah, so it's excited. A, if, if only I had like $10 million right now, you would yeah. see the badass gym you, you most ever wanted Bro, to see. But it's so coming. Exciting. It's coming soon. Wow, man, that's gotta that's gotta be exciting. Not not just for me because I think it's cool, but it's gotta be exciting for you. But like, it's gonna kind of make you a little anxious. Like, come on, I just want to get there. I just want to get there and do it. Like, I do, but you gotta trust the process. Yeah, too. you and do. We're it's just getting fuck. people on board with this right now that are they're super positive and just it's it, it's so cool just watching it build. And I just kind of have to sit back sometimes to be like, all right, we're on the right track. How many people do you got working on these things? We have a solid team right now of about five people. Nice, nice. Yeah, and it's starting from just me and, like, my one friend, his name is also Zach. He does all the uh, camera and editing and stuff. He's the computer nerd. He's the guy. He's my guy. 
uh, shout out to Zach. He's definitely not listening. Hell yeah, but Zach. He, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, it's been me and him uh, for a long time. And then just recently we got like three more people on board with it. So uh, it's, it's, it's growing exponentially. Yeah. At, a, at a fast rate so we're uh we're super stoked and i'm just hoping that it continues and i feel like it will finding finding a group of people that so that you know believe in what you believe in is so you know important for something like this i'm yeah. like I, I would talk to people about youtube whether they got they got questions for me or if they like want to like join in on something you you really need people that that are ready to burn their ships or i mean like you're the you're the you're the guy so you got to burn your ships but and they might not have to they might not want to because you know they're tagging along but you got to find people that are just as enthused to get this going because if not everyone is in there 100% the odds like statistically speaking the odds of it succeeding are lower so i think it's so amazing so awesome when you're able to find people that believe in what you believe in and value the same things so like five people is is actually like people be like bro that's so small no that's like a lot of people for where you are in like on the business aspect of things that's like a really good amount of people to get this thing going that's it's, fucking awesome man it's great and if i rush that process it wouldn't be as good as it is no of so course you not have to trust the process and you have to really be cautious of who you let in just to your, your day-to-day life, but especially if you're talking about your, your business and stuff like that. How old are you? 26. 26. Wow, man. Oh, you're doing it young, oh, huh? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm 23. Okay. Yeah, Amanda's uh, ro- uh, robbing the cradle. Nice. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's, I call her an old lady all the time. Good for you. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then she's going to be a welder and keep me alive because I'm. Yeah, man, that's the plan. We're marrying up. We're not done. We're marrying up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, but because um, you're. So when, when you started your Instagram, when you started Death Comes Lifting, when you started marketing, when you started doing all this stuff. True. What was the first, like. It's gonna be imp- almost impossible to answer. What was your, like your first post? Like, what was your first thing to get this started? I I think it was just kind of like a behind the scenes kind of like, look, we got these boxes of shirts like coming soon, like get ready type shit. You know, uh, I had like a a Michael Myers mask and a Misfits like thing nice. in the background, and I had all these shirts. And I think that was the first one. And then from there it was just the images of the shirts and. uh Always trying to be witty and funny with the tags and, and everything like that. And yeah, then, I see that. I see it all the time. I, yeah, I that, that's been from day one. I never post anything just to do it. You know, I always want to have something. And something of value. was like your first like customers, your first audience, like your friends and family? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And at the, I worked at a gym at the time, and a lot like everybody from the gym would buy a shirt. You know, there because they were trying to be supportive. Yeah, yeah. And cool. But the. Uh, the online presence grew pretty quick. The, the, you know, the online customers, I remember like the first one, I had no idea who the fuck it was, was pretty cool. And that was pretty early on. So, uh, yeah. How long was, did it take you to get that? I mean, I, I want to say it was within like the first two months that I had. It available. Yeah. Um, just reaching out to different people, you know, people posting about it. It has like kind of just that I wanted it to have that logo, that thing that you could like market and like repost and people would recognize it. I, I hope to have accomplished that with the coffin logo. Have you had um, any problems with uh, like trademarks and branding with you like adding like song lyrics and names to t-shirts or anything? No, no, not really. And uh, my logo is protected. Um, you know, we trademarked it. It's a, you know, we're an LLC and everything like that until the misfits get pissed off. It's uh, because death comes rippings their song. I don't know they can take me to court. Or oh, something geez. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. It'll be fine though. I just, 
Now, but here's the thing, like, with I, and I have asked lawyers about this um, and other companies that I, I'm friendly with on Instagram. And if you look at, like, clothing companies, like, there's so many of them that just blatantly take other people's shit and just, like, print it on shirts and sell it. Yeah. Like, especially in the horror realm, you know, I'm not calling anybody out. But uh, there are companies that literally will take a horror poster, print it on a shirt, and be like, this is ours, like, buy it. And that's, like, nothing original about that at all. Nothing, at yeah. least we take something and put our spin on it and it's with the utmost respect. It's just like to pay homage to the stuff that, uh, that, that we love yeah. and to get people like I do this black Sabbath podcast. I have that black Sabbath t-shirt design, not because I want to make money from Ozzy Osbourne. I want people to go listen to black Sabbath because of us. Yeah. Not yeah. Them. No, I get it. I get it. Cause and I was taking like a lot of business law classes about all this stuff. And I'm like, there's like an equation for it, but like how much money they'd have to pay to like sue you is far more than they'd gain if they just let you do what they, what you're doing now, you know, yeah. like for a lot of the people that like, uh, steal stuff, I'm um, still shitty, but like different, obviously different with you is like, you're like, you can put spins on things. You have your own lifting dead thing, but then there's like some 12 year old that's like putting a movie poster on a t-shirt and selling it. Um, they're probably not going to get sued over it, honestly. Exactly. Um, no, I'm not too worried about it. If it happens, it happens. If Glenn Danzig or Sharon Osbourne want the two hundred dollars I've made from that design, they can have they it. Can I'll have it. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah, no, they um they send you like a cease and desist like with their signature. And you're like, oh my gosh, oh. I'll frame it. Just just pay them what they want. That'd that's be so cool. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So okay, so I'm mean, like, I asked you like, you got your next step going. I I I wanted to ask you about that. I wanted to ask you about the business side of things, where things are going. I mean, like when people look at you, when people look at me, when people look at anybody out there that's starting their online business, they're like, holy shit, how the fuck do I get there? And then we talked about this, how they start doing something. They're not immediately good at it and they give up. And then I, today I had so many interest in you and what you were doing, how to do it because the main reason is because I'm trying to build something, you know? So it's like you, you, and I'm like, and additionally a lot of other people like starting this stuff that's that's what I, I wanted to ask you about how to start doing this stuff how to move forward but I don't want to ask you another specific question what I want to ask you is if you had to tell me something and no you might you might repeat yourself you might okay. repeat yourself if you had to tell me something on how to build something of my own or somebody else how to build something of their own what would you tell them to do no, it's a loaded question. It's a loaded question. I mean, like you said, I'm probably just going to end up repeating myself, and I feel like a douche about it. But I think just Fine. be authentic to you, man. You're you're a uh, just from talking to you for this past hour. You're enthusiastic. You have the energy. You have the passion for what you do. Well, you have you. a unique personality. You have an awesome woman behind you. You got, <laughs> you got the tools to make it happen. You just got to know what you want to make happen. Put your heart into it, and just work at it every day. Well, and thank you. Absolutely. So, okay. So, where can we find you? We got you on uh, Instagram. We got you on Patreon. Where else? Facebook and the FBI's most wanted. And the FBI's most wanted. I'm gonna put every single thing in the description so people could find you. I'm gonna yeah. do all that. Oh wait, I have one more thing I want to talk about. You remember the uh, the video Amanda and I made? Yes, I love that. That video. shit was so much fun. That shit was so fucking cool. We just yeah, woke up. What was that again? It was like a vampire type thing. Right? Yeah, we just woke <laughs> up and we're like, let's do it. And we just spent like four hours and just filmed shit. That was fucking great. That shit like that, man, means more to me than anything because that's really like 
what I wanted to accomplish with, with this brand. Like it's an awesome band, like it's a movie yeah. or whatever. People can take a shirt and like put it into a world and like make their own thing with it. It has that thing you can take with it. Yeah. And uh, seeing people be creative like that with our stuff that, so that's beyond gratifying. And I, I can't thank you guys enough yeah. for everything. My favorite, my favorite part of it though, is the end when it shows the Patreon. That's because all they had like a whole bunch of arrows at the bottom and it took me like 30 minutes just to edit the arrows. And I was like, this is the best part. Fuck the other like minute. Like it was, so cool. it was the funniest shit. But, um, we were, man, we're thinking about doing another one just for fun. We'll, we'll let you know. But, um, oh, dude, I'm here. Listen, man, thank you so much for, for doing this. I, I was, I'm, I was so excited for today. We did it. We fucked it up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hell yeah. <laughs> What's up? Keep it going, man. Keep it anything, going. Anything you need, anytime you need me to come back on or anything I can do for you, man. I had such a, it's nice to just talk to a like minded person. Thanks for having me on, man. And, you know, just to get away from doing my own thing, from doing my own podcast, just me showing up and oh, breath, out. breath of fresh air. Yeah. Totally nice, man. Totally nice. Awesome. So I cool. appreciate it enough. Well, hey, thank you again. And um, everybody, I'm going to put everything in the description so you can go take a look at all the Death Comes Lifting stuff and um, check them out, man. They're, they're worth it. All right, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>